0: We have uh, Chuck Davison and uh, Chris Wallace and Lyle's out on a special assignment kinda sorta. He's a tournament fishing so he's uh, probably not going to be in here till tomorrow when we do a special. But um, today we're going to get into Everybody Starts Off New and uh, it doesn't necessarily mean new to to catfishing. It could be uh, new to uh, 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 trophy fishing, if that's what you want to call it, <clears throat> the bigger boys. And uh, you know, I've I fished pretty well most of my life, and, and my grandpa used to take me often. And, and I can remember just being a small fry, you know, uh, going fishing with my grandpa and getting all worked up. And uh, some some people just didn't get a chance as a kid to go fishing. Uh, take Justin, uh, a friend of mine, for instance. He never went fishing until his uh, his lower four or thirties, which uh, I was the only one that took him finishing. So so him and I do a lot of fishing together and stuff. So um, I guess the first thing you know, if if you're you're uh, getting into Catfishing, you know, you, you, you're doing like um table fare, whatnot, and uh, uh fishing from the bank and all that stuff, you know, you may not have to have a a very expensive rod and reel. And uh, you know, you could go with the Zebco two oh twos, Zebco four oh four, something of that. I would uh, probably upgrade it to twenty pound test, but that's just me. And uh I don't, I don't think, I mean, c- can you remember when you, you started fishing, Chuck?
1: Yeah, I've, I started fishing at a, a small farm pond across from my house when I was two and three years old. Uh, my mom loved to fish, and I'd go across the uh, road with her, and we would fish there. And then I'd always go with my dad, uh, crappie fishing, when when I was four and five years old every chance that he got, we would go out crappie fishing. And then, uh, that's when I really got into catfishing because we would be out, uh, drifting for crappie and I would catch, catch him little catfish here and there on the minnows, And then I just started asking him to take me catfishing. So every chance he got, we would go, you know, catfishing below the dam. We'd fish from the boat or river bank, um, You know, we would just use uh, large fiddle worms and chicken livers and stuff like that, catching, you know, blues and channels. But uh, I started off young, loving catfish.
0: Right. And, uh, Fudge, you just got rid of your Spider-Man combo kit, didn't you?
2: My Spider-Man? Oh, yeah, sure did. (laughs) Yep.
0: Oh, man. So, um, you know, guys, you don't have to, you don't have to go out and spend a lot of money. You you can get a combo for about twenty bucks at Walmart. The great thing is, is if you screw it up uh, by your lack of knowledge, you can always take it back. Go to Walmart, right? And uh, so, here's the next thing you'd be doing is kind of looking looking at at the waters that you want to try to catfish in, and uh, you know, find a lot of structure. Uh, channel spillways and things of that sort. What do What do you think? Some of the other things you need to look for, Chris. Um,
2: when you're starting off new to catfishing, uh, things you want to look for, I guess, would be, um, depending on what you're what you're fishing for. If if you're wanting to target flatheads. Uh, and you, you know, you're you new to that you want to look for like say a tree that's off the you know like falling from the bank into the water um, or big chunks of rock um, you want to be able to you know um, ask questions to anybody if you're new you know I mean if you're if you're around the area and you see somebody that, that's catfishing you know walk up to them and definitely uh, you know let them know that you're coming and everything don't just sneak up on them or anything so I might pull a gun on here or something but walk up on them get to talking to them and you know ask them what they're fishing for and you know how they're doing it and see if you know you can't just strike up a conversation to see uh, what you can learn from somebody that's already doing it around you and if you can't find anybody around you um, you know looking online getting on the forums like like uh, twisted cat and Catfishing Pro and and USCA One. There's there's tons of catfishing forums out there where where you can get a lot of information for for starting out. But but looking for you know when you're first out there looking for for stuff on the water, you know for flathead you want to find like a tree or any big big chunks of rocks. Basically you got to think of the the holes that or the the structure that that creates in the water and those fish sit underneath them and and get up into the holes if it's rock or whatever and they sit there and they're they're ambush predators so they ambush bait as it comes by or or you know fish or or whatever it is food so um, channel cats I, I like to look for where you would look for current you know if you see current moving in that area I like to I like to to try to hit the current areas the in the channels for channel cats. Blues, same same kind of thing for blues. Um, but really, it, it, it takes getting out and fishing, talking to people, asking questions, you know, but being out on the water and, just, and, and doing it is going to teach you a lot yourself.
0: All right. Well, you know... I, I agree with you totally. And the other thing is, is choosing the baits. Um, now, there's nothing that says that you can't put a big old water earthworms on there and throw it out and catch uh, catch fish or or hot dogs and and certain other things that that people use. But uh, uh, mainly, fish eat fish, so. If you can get some crickets or or some little jigs or something like that and take you a little uh uh small rod and reel, like an ultralight, catch you some bluegills and chunk some of that up there on them. And and when you put them on, you know, the chunk, you need to make sure that if there's a scale on the point of the hook, you need to make sure you knock that off, because if you don't, uh you're gonna be wasting your time out there. But um uh stay away from in my opinion, stay away from the uh Rusty's uh shad and baby shad as a Walmart. Um I've done tests with that stuff and I, I've not not even had turtles to take it off the hook. So uh that's some nasty stuff. Uh let's get to uh a few uh other species of catfish guys. Um, I could
2: I do a, I could do a really good example of of like what you started out saying about you know when you're saying everybody starts out new it isn't it isn't just for catfishing and and one, one specific area uh, like I myself was just at a tournament I I just made it here for this and um I'm I'm new really to cold water catfishing so I didn't know a lot. You know, I don't know a lot about the the cold water catfishing and, and the different techniques that you would need to do, you know, to target a cold water catfish, and, and it really is different compared to, you know, your warmer months when a lot of people go, you know, the, as they call it, fair weather fishermen, you know. But um, I got I got down there, you know, and and I've been fishing on the Ohio River for a long time, but I just don't do very well during these cold times a month and what I've been what I've been doing is that after that tournament, you know, the guys that bring in them fish, and and you know, you don't even have to be in the tournament to go up to these guys and talk to them and ask them, you know, hey, where were you fishing at? Were you fishing in a creek? Were you fishing on the main river? Were you fishing deep? Were you fishing shallow? Were you using big bait, small bait? You really can get a lot of information from a lot of these guys, and most of the time they're not going to lie to you. So. You know, I mean even somebody that fishes a lot like I do, I, I I'm still new to a lot of parts of, of fishing. I mean I don't know everything. Um, so I, I definitely you gotta make sure that you're you're you ask the questions when you're out there, you talk to people. If you don't know it if you don't know something, don't be afraid. Don't feel like you know, you're bothering anybody or you know, you're you're dumb for asking or anything like that. So I just thought that went along with uh Kind of where you started off, Paul. With you know, it's not—it's nothing specific. It can be all kinds of different things with catfishing, where where somebody's new oh, at doing it. Right.
0: Somebody goes from table food to, to catching trophies and yeah. and whatnot. You know, then you're you're new all over again because, um, you know, it's it's the difference between night and day. And uh, you know, when you're when you're on these forums, sit back and watch for a little bit ask ask questions, but uh, don't be surprised if some people come out of the woodwork on you uh, because you uh, mentioned jug fishing or trout lining it's not a it's not really well received by uh, the trophy hunters and uh, i got in some trouble with that at one time, so you know everybody's new, <laughs> new at one point and uh Believe me, uh, when it comes to CPR, I don't. I no longer say catch photo refrigerators It's catch photo release, and uh, a lot of these guys take that seriously. And I think uh, I think uh, Chuck could probably tell you that as well. But uh, you got anything you want to add, Chuck?
1: Yeah, um, you know, anybody who wants to get out and try to catfish, um, give it a shot. You know, you. Like Paul said, you can go down to Walmart and you can get two uh, Tiger spinning reels made by uh, Shakespeare. Um, I would go ahead and change the line out. I'd buy some uh, Berkeley big game, uh, probably 30-pound test. Uh, I'd rig up. I'd go catch me some bluegill. I would cut it up. I'd keep a few live. Go find you a good spot on the riverbank and some good current. Just hang out with some friends. Um, throw them out and see what happens. When you, when you eventually start catching them catfish and you break a tiger rod or you catch one that you can't get in, uh, that's when the uh, addiction really kicks in. And, you know, you don't start buying uh, gear just to... Have nice gear like everybody else is getting. You're getting the nice gear so you can actually land those fish that actually got away. Uh, So, you know, you actually build yourself into it. Uh, A lot of people I know have went and bought gear um, and went and tried it, and they said this isn't for me. So, if they would have went out and bought nice gear, they'd probably had to turn around and sell it. You know, took a loss on it or whatever.
0: And you're not what
1: you gave for it. But if you, uh, you know, you'll have these Tiger Reels sitting around, even if you upgrade, and that'll be more uh, rods and reels that you can let a friend use, take them out and get them addicted along with you, because when you start doing it, uh, there's no quitting. It's, um, It gets in your blood pretty thick.
0: Here's um, another thing. Uh Chris was talking about a while ago. Was you know walking up and talking to fishermen and and whatnot. And this is going to be a little common courtesy because it it just burns my rear end when somebody crowds me. And uh, you know if you're uh, fishing side by side with them with a, a flow, chances are you're going to cross that line every time and have a little common courtesy and and uh, uh, try to give them the room. Uh, that they need need to to enjoy their time as well as you enjoy yours. There's times I get out at Chain of Rocks down on the uh... the Mississippi, and uh, you know there's like ten, fifteen guys down. I'd be the first guy, ten, fifteen guys come afterwards, and I'll have two of them Koreans that that crowd me. They can't speak English, but when you go like this, next time <laughs> they usually quit crowding you. So. That aggravates me to to be crowded, and you know just have common courtesy about the people you're around. You know if you're uh, they got a couple of kids and you sit down next to them and their kids and light up a cigarette, you know, or something like that. That's just you got to think about things that you do when you're you're sitting next to about somebody or or like I say, crowding them. But um, I don't know. You, do you know if anything else, sir Chris? I can't think. Uh, Anything but common courtesy. Um,
2: I mean, go. You know, as as far as everybody starts out new, I think that just another reminder to the the guys who aren't new. You know, make sure that you know if somebody does come up to you and they're talking to you, you don't blow them off. That that you try to really, you know, if you if you want to spread the word of catfishing and make people understand. You know, and do well starting off. That's going to help them want to actually do it longer in life and pass it down to their kids. And and the more people that want to do it, the more people that are going to be supporting us to do things like protect the species and get regulations passed in states. And and something that you know, like a father and a son can do together. You know, that they might not have ever thought of. You know, like one. You know, a little kid might be sitting out at the park and see some guy catfishing and walk up to you and you talk to him and, and you're rude to him or anything like that, you know, he, he won't have any interest in doing what he thought he might have, you know, seen you doing, you know, and then if you did, you know, talk to him and, and was nice and everything, he might, you know, one you know one day he'll take his kid and, that, and uh, that will progress on down the line further than you ever might imagine. So just, you know, even from the littlest thing, from like a little kid coming up to you talking to you about it, you know, and, and trying to take a few minutes, even though you might, you know, you might be busy doing something or whatever, just take a couple minutes out, talk um, to, a, to an adult, you know, a grown man that walks up to you and asks you some questions, and, and whether you're a tournament fisherman or not, you don't have to give them all your secrets, but you can still be courteous and, and tell them some things and ask him, you know, what, what he's wanting to know exactly and, and see how you can help him. And, You know, even offer them to take people out on on your boat with you or taking them to spots that you know that are decent without, you know, giving any. I know a lot of people have their, you know, super secret spots, and you don't don't have to give those away, but you you always might be able to, you know, just take somebody out to a spot where they've never been and then, you know, show them a few things because you're out there with them. So
0: I think that's it. Yeah, I, uh, I was at a tournament last last summer, and I was up there, and it was uh quite a few kids sitting around watching the weigh-ins and stuff, and some of the tournament fishermen uh, f this and gd that and four-letter word this and that, and uh, were trying to get people to quit looking at us like a bunch of inbred hillbillies. And uh, try to have a positive uh spend with you know spend on the kids and stuff, and then uh, uh in this particular instance the uh the uh, guy walked off with his kid or his grandkid I'm not sure which which one, but um they left. he says, you know we need to go home, so if you're at a tournament, at least uh try to watch your mouth for the kids but uh, catch photo release. I think uh, let Chuck handle this one.
1: Yeah, that that's the most important thing here. Um, like Chris was saying, when when people approach you and ask you questions, that that's when I get my my smartphone out and I show them some pictures of stuff that I catch. Not really uh, too much to brag about it, but to tell them. Hey, you see this fish, this fish and this fish. He's still out there swimming. So, you got a chance to catch him right now because I didn't catch him not too far from there. And they look at you like he's still in there, you didn't keep him, and that's your time to spread the word and explain to them how important CPR is. Of uh, not everybody's on Facebook, not everybody goes to forums. Um, so you know, the regular ordinary fisherman that's out here fishing around your areas that you meet, meet on the riverbank or that you may approach their boat and, you know, talk out in the lake. Um, that That's the time to spread the word, you know, by the word of the river. You get out and, you know, communicate with these guys while they're actually out there fishing. Um, I was fishing on Lake Wheeler last year, uh, right below Gunnersville Dam. And I was 50 yards from a boat that had a big fish on, and they caught a big uh, flathead. They didn't have a scale in the boat, I didn't offer mine, but it was over 60 pounds, and I sat there and watched them gaff that fish to get it in the boat. Um, uh, When I seen them get the gaff out, um, I just kind of, you know, I seen them pull it up in the boat. Um, He pulled it up in the boat by the gills, Um, you know drinking and everything, you know, times like that isn't really the time to, you know, go, you know, get on anybody and, you know, tell them they're doing it wrong. There's a right time and a right place to do it. Um, But, you know, if if those guys knew better, uh, maybe they just don't care. But, um, you know, if somebody could have got to them before that, maybe that fish could still be swimming. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and if you're gonna see a fish, do not hold it by the gill plates. Holding it by the gill plates you're gonna end up uh messing up his gills. That's the same as is just punching us in the the sufflex knocking the wind out of you when you when you do that they uh gonna have issues on breathing. But um I think I interrupt you, Dave. Go ahead. Or chuck.
1: Yeah, uh also um it- you know, if you're down on the rocks below the dam, or you're in a boat by yourself, or you're on the river bank by yourself, and you know you catch a nice fish and you want to get a uh, get you a photo of it, and there's no one around to do it, um, you know, don't don't kill that fish trying to get that photo. That photo is not that important, and you know that fish is still in there and he's going to grow and you can catch him again and get that photo when he's bigger. And that'll give you a chance to be more prepared next time. There have been lots of times that I've actually got fish to the side of the boat um, and, you know, went to pull them up in the boat. And I seen it was going to be a bad situation because I was by myself. And, you know, I, I knew I would probably, you know, half kill the fish and the fish would probably half kill me by just wrestling around the boat and trying to get a good look at him and trying to get a photo. Um, you know, if you're out fishing for fun and he's not no big record or something like that, you know, you get him up to the boat and, you know, s- snatch that circle hook out of the side of his mouth and let him swim on.
0: You know, the sad thing is is some of the uh, the world record and the state record catfish are usually killed and that's just, that's uh, kind of a bummer to me. But
2: And going back to just like what Chuck was just talking about, just to just to sort of help new people, I I want to talk a little bit about tackle again. Um, some basics on on hooks. There's two main types of hooks, and one is called a J hook. The other is a circle hook. Um, pretty much the difference in the hooks are a J hook does not have the curvature at the point where you pretty much have to do the the traditional setting of the hook where you you pull the fishing pole up and set the hook into the mouth of the fish. The circle hook is is designed differently. It's designed to slide to the corner of the fish's mouth and actually hook in a safer spot for the fish to keep it alive uh, after being caught, specifically for CPR, but also... um, what you can do is instead of setting that hook with a, with a circle hook, you're not actually supposed to set that hook. When you have that rod in your rod holder or you're sitting it on the bank, um, you, you put it on your stick and, you know, you got your Y stick that you got your rod on, you lock that pole down, and when that fish eats that bait on that hook, he will actually set the hook himself. You don't have to do anything. He'll start bouncing that rod tip and then all you got to do is start reeling that that fish in. Um, a lot, a good a good tip that most guys do is when you start with a circle hook, when you start seeing that that rod tip really bouncing hard, you give it a r- real fast, hard two or three cranks over just to help set that hook. But you never really do that traditional hook set. Um, Besides those two hooks, I mean, those those are your two. You know, for beginners, those are you. If you're in the, the Walmart or Royal King or whatever store that has hooks, um, you can you know like the little one odd or 2 uh circle hooks. Uh, most most cat guys recommend using circle hooks these days, just for the for the safety of the fish. Um, you know, the, the other problem with the J hook is, is instead of like we said. Being corner hooked with a circle hook, the J hook they can actually swallow the entire hook, and then the only way for you to get that out is pretty much pull their guts out, and that's going to kill the fish. You know, or even if you cut the cut the hook off in his belly, you know, it might still kill the fish. The safer way to do is just use a circle hook if you can find. Uh, they could be called octopus circles or just circle hooks. Either one. Um, those. Uh, like I said, if it depending on what size of fish you're targeting is going to be what size of hook you're looking for. Um, if you're looking for like 5 to 10 pound fish, you know you could probably use a a 4-aught. I'd say a 4-aught to maybe even a 6-aught if you want to go that big. Um, if you want to go bigger, you know, you can go up into the 8-aughts and, and um, most stores will carry an 8-aught circle hook or even you know, a uh, not necessarily Gamagatsu. There's, uh, uh, Eagle Claw laser hooks. They all, they carry a lot of different types and styles of hooks as well. that You can find in Walmart. And, um, as far as, uh, hooks, do you get, you know, I don't, I'm, we could go on to some sinkers and other things to help them out to get people started when they're new, but you guys got anything to add for hooks or?
0: No, not really. Um, you know you, you get into the circle hooks, so they they do tend to be a little more expensive but yeah I, i'd prefer to have a circle hook than a j any day an anymore once once i started using them there wasn't no turning back
1: because uh, uh you know a lot of people a lot of people say that you know that using circle hooks takes the fun out of fishing because you're not setting the hook anymore and the fish catch yourself but it's all about the conservation you you know you want the safety of that fish uh, you know you want you want that circle hook to stay out of the gut pot you know stay out of the gut um, but that, that circle hook can slide out easy uh, there, there's also some places up on the um, the Red River on up into Canada that uh, you know that that you can't even have barbs on your hook you have to use a circle hook. And if you have a barb on your hook, you have to uh, bend it in with pliers. I mean, that's how far they're going into conservation on their uh, channel cat populations up there. Um, I mean, um, it's just such a good hook that um, for the welfare of the fish, um, I, I don't even ever use anything anymore, even though, you know, um, you know, walking baits or bouncing bottoms or whatever, I uh, I, I'll snatch it out of their mouth, and I knew if I'd had a J hook, I'd have probably got him. But I'm not going to switch just because you know I missed a couple of fish because of the uh, conservation of the fish.
0: Yeah. Hey, uh, I want to jump in real quick and uh, mention that this month's giveaway is from uh, Whiskerwear Apparel, and what we're doing real quick is uh, um, you got to write a sign that says CatfishWeekly.com. And Whisker Wear Apparel, just like this. Make sure we can see. Well, I've got to get back farther, but you got to be able to see the face and the uh, the Whisker Wear Apparel and the the com And uh, at the end of the month, we're going to do a drawing by a third party, and uh, you'll get your choice of either a black uh, hoodie or a white hoodie, two koozies. And a uh, Whiskerware Apparel um, sticker. So I wanted to, to make sure everybody understood. You have to upload it to our, our uh, Facebook page, and I will make sure I, I get another posting out here in a little bit to send you in the right direction. So anyway, seven up on top of the hour. Anybody else got anything that that they think a might want to throw out there?
2: Um. No, like uh, I hear crickets. I think I'm pretty good. <laughs> I'm just trying to just trying to think if there was anything else in, in gear or things that would you don't, be confusing. I mean, do don't, don't,
0: don't be afraid to ask questions. That, you know, uh, if you go to catfishweekly.com um, under our. Cartoon heads, you will see a uh, an email address. By all means, send us a a question. You know, if if you, you want to know something, if we can't answer it, we'll point you in the direction to try to get it answered. You know, we're not going to sit there and try to be professionals, or, or or say we're professionals or or whatnot in an area that we're not. So. Um, With that, I'm going to say we're going to come to the close, go to the final thoughts, and we'll go with Chuck first.
1: Well, springtime's here, and I'm really excited about it. It's been a cold winter. Um, I think this is going to be the best spring uh, we've had in a few years. Um, Hopefully, some of the shad have died off in certain places, and, um, you know, the It'll give our baits out there in the water a better opportunity of getting bites than in the past because they've been so many uh, bait fish down here in our rivers. It's just ridiculous, and I just hope everybody can get out and um, you know get on some fish, have a good time, get your your friends and family out, have good times with them, and uh, I hope to see y'all here next week.
2: Chris. All right, uh, March fifteenth here next weekend, Saturday. If you're in Indiana or you're close and you want to come fish, uh, the ICA's open at Turtle Creek. Um, it's only a ten dollar entry fee. Hoosier Energy uh, adds, I think, two thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars to the pot. There's normally over a hundred to one hundred and fifty boats at this tournament. Um, it's not huge fish. It's it's a lot of little channels. It's a it's a A warm water discharge lake for the energy company. Um, There, there used to be big flatheads. There, you know, they could still be there. We don't know. Um, But most tournaments, it's a ten fish. It's a, it's a ten fish limit. uh, and most tournaments, you know, it's it doesn't take a lot of weight to win, and it's 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 a really fun tournament because there's so many people, and it's uh, such a small entry fee, and, and there is such a large payout on it. So, I think it pays out 15 places. Uh, on on the normal so uh, if you want more information the IndianaCatfish.com I believe is the website Um, and besides that every week I'm going to reiterate the fact that like I said that while each of us have our own sponsors and individual sponsors the show itself is not sponsored by any person or company and and we're not playing the politics so um, everybody is you know, we want everybody to participate in the show and and watch it, and you know, be guests on the show and ask questions for the show, whatever. And you know, just just uh just have that known. You know, we, we're definitely going to make sure that we state this every single time and and really hammer that home.
0: But I think I'm done. Okay, well, that's about all I can think of. I I agree with Chris. Need need to try to uh, make it a unified effort for conservation of catfish instead of uh, trying to be Superman and and do it all by oneself, I guess. But, uh, see, I said this month was Whiskerware Apparel, get those things uploaded to uh, Catfish Weekly's uh, Facebook page. And uh, April. We got what nine or eighteen bottles of Dead Red. We're, we're 18 doing eighteen
2: bottles of Team Catfish's Dead
0: Red. Yeah, we're doing two of those. Uh, two of those. Yeah, every
2: every show I think every show we're gonna give away two packages. So that'll That's be a definite cool. month where people will want to participate and be in in our chat and and be live with us. So that way you can have a chance to get a couple of bottles of Dead Red. Yes.
0: That's coming all up in April. So anyway, until then, thanks for watching and we'll talk to you all later.